computer. Can I get a ha ha? <laughs> I get a ha 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 ha. <laughs> oh my god, I love that cat so much. There's so many cats I love that I'll never meet, and sometimes I think about it. Don't don't <laughs> think about it. I love his little captions where it's like tea kettle going off. Right. <laughs> Hello. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And we're back. And this time I can say that it's a little more relevant because it's like we never left. Why is that? That's right. Why? Why? Because it's part part two. two. Our first two-parter. What was that? I hit my move goal, sitting down and just shimmying in my seat. Good for you. I was sitting eating a pulled pork sandwich when my my watch was like, good job, you reached your stand goal for the day. And I think it's my heart rate was just so high because I was so excited. Oh, my God. Mine always tells me to breathe. Oh, yeah. Mine usually tells me to breathe when I'm anxious or hungry, so it's a lot. It really just tells me to calm down a lot. But anyway, we're back with part two of Waverly Hills Sanatorium, if... If you didn't figure it out from the last episode, if you're jumping in on this episode, I don't know why, because it's very clearly marked that it's a part two. Yeah. So it's not my problem if you're lost. Jump back. Twist the bones. Oh, my God. I want to watch Hocus Pocus so bad. It's not time yet. It's It's not time. Okay. That's stupid. You can watch Hocus Pocus any time of year you want. I will say there's a certain vibe. Once, like, September hits, the vibe is there. Uh huh. They dropped pumpkin. They dropped pumpkin everything already in most places. Yeah. And the vibe isn't there yet. I've had two, and I just was wasn't feeling it. Right. They're good, but there's something missing. It's that crisp sixty degrees. It's, it's the it is the ninety three degrees sweltering heat for me. <laughs> really. <laughs> I don't care. Get it iced. Get it in whatever form. It doesn't matter. It's it's horrid out right yes. now. It's god awful. We have to mow our lawn, and like, <sighs> if you don't get out there before ten a.m., it's going to be. You're either doing plus. it at nine a.m. or nine p.m. There is no in between. I was getting ready for bed. I promise you, it had to have been maybe midnight, and then I hear a lawnmower start up. I said, "Get it, girl." <laughs> <laughs> you do you. It's the it is the coolest time of day. A, a brisk seventy seven degrees last night at like mm-hmm. midnight or something. Yeah. That was terrible. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If you're starting on this episode, good for you, I guess. I don't know why you're doing that, but this is part two of our Waverly Hills Sanatorium experience. Mm -hmm. Part one, we discussed just history. Yeah, background and history, which hopefully wasn't super boring. We hope it was interesting for you guys. We thought it was interesting, but it's also our podcast, so... Right. Hence why we split it up. There's a lot of history and there's also a lot of building to, to uh, investigate. Yeah. So for better or worse, there you had to get you had to get through the the history portion and now you get a whole hour give or take of experience. Yeah. We say that, but we know. We know this is going to be an hour it plus. Only, we yeah. Between the actual experiences and the tangents and the talking about pulled pork sandwiches and needing to breathe, like, <laughs> it, it takes an hour. It does. Well, anyway. That being said. I know, I feel weird because there's, like, no explanation to be given. Like I said, if you're starting now, not my problem. Don't know, don't care. Let's move mm, on. Rude. <laughs> I Well, 
I got things to do. I got places to be. We don't have any new drink for you, obviously. We're staying with the same drink. It was hard enough to find one, you know, so just stick with the same drink, guys. If you have that bottle of wine still, if you went and got it and you drank along with us, you can keep drinking. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. So I, it's, it feels weird, but we are in fact just jumping right back into it. Yes. So let's do it. So we went to Waverly Hills. Surprise. In Louisville, Kentucky, um, in this godforsaken heat. I, and okay. I, mm. <laughs> I, this is just, we had all of our equipment. We've talked about it before. I was holding the camcorder most of the night and there were times where I was trying to hold it still and I could feel sweat dripping off of my elbows just mm-hmm. standing there. I was like, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I just did shorts and a t-shirt. I wasn't there to impress. And honestly, the video footage shows that is correct. I was not <laughs> impressing anyone that evening. The night vision is not forgiving. I don't know how no. many times I was going over the footage. I was like, beige monster. <laughs> The thing is with night vision on the cameras, if you've never seen it or used it before, if you're wearing all black, you are suddenly nude. It's it's, <laughs> it's so awful. unflattering. Although it was nice enough to show the very large spot of sweat on my back because there was a, um, I was trying to not be sweaty. I don't know how you can just try not to be sweaty. Yeah. But at a point I was like, I don't even care anymore. And then in one shot, you can see my back. I'm like. There ah, it is. There it is. There she is. Well, the the thing is, this was one of the cooler nights of the week. I think it only got to 88 or which, something. Which is really sad. Yeah, it was surprisingly the coolest day of the week. We lucked out. Mm-hmm. It, it did cool down, but let's just start with that, that we were hot to start this thing. And knowing that the building... Most of the building doesn't have electricity or air because when we first got there, I didn't, I really didn't know what to expect. I thought we were going to walk into this old, broken down, busted windows, boarded up, and they've actually cleaned it up very nice. And there's a gift shop. Yeah, there's a nice electric, like there's electricity and air Mm -hmm. in there. This gift shop building that's its own separate thing. But when you actually walk into the doorway where they take you to go inside Waverly, it takes you up to. Technically, you start on the second floor when you go through that back door, which is where they take you. And when we opened the door, I felt air conditioning and I saw lights and I said, what? This is surprising. I was so excited. Well, it doesn't last, guys. It doesn't. (laughs) No, they do that in the spots where you convene and then it's like, go into this old rundown building. And then it really is, in fact, old and rundown. So I think this is a good spot to say we we bought these tickets uh, good ways in advance because it we, sells we may out have so hinted fast. at it what the beginning of the year i was gonna say january february we were like we got big plans mm-hmm. this was the big plan that we've been hinting at for months and months and months the thing is we didn't really know what to expect going into it like darn near anything the amount of people that would be involved in this like how it yeah, would COVID be executed put a big question mark on everything i mean that's true but it was a little hard. We were very excited, but it was also a little hard having no clue what we were walking into. We already yes. have never been there. We're overwhelmed. It's one of the most haunted locations in the United States, if not the world. It's it's everybody it's knows well what known. this place is. Yes. But we just didn't know how many people would be there and how the whole thing would go. And is it going to be a guided tour? Are we going to be left to our own devices? Mm-hmm. It's Now, they did say when we were buying the tickets that you could bring your own equipment. So we're like, okay, there's at least that. And there really were no 
parameters on it either. Like no, it didn't say like no flash photography. Or, no, because like it said camcorders, voice recorders, EMFs, all all that jazz. Whatever your heart desires, whatever you're willing to backpack around that building for six oh hours. God, that's wh- that's why my back was so sweaty. I had the backpack on and mm-hmm. I took it off and I could just feel the heat like. <sighs> off my back oh my god yeah i realized that too that whoever was wearing that backpack was probably stuck with it the rest of the night because are we swapping sweat no thank you no i was dying like 80 percent of the night Mm -hmm. i will say at one point i think maddie finally took it off my hand so that was uh very helpful yeah i was starting to feel sick honestly my god (laughs) we're just gonna keep talking about the heat surprise there was no ghost it just yeah just all heat It no, was awful. so we get there, and like we said, first of all, surprised that there's electricity, there's air conditioning. I would say there was roughly really nice bathrooms. Oh, very nice bathrooms. Like I was, they impressed. were way out of place. Yeah, for what it was, those bathrooms were very nice. And we get into this large open area, and I would say there was about fifty to sixty people mm-hmm. there. Sixty plus, because if you think about it, how many people? We were split up into groups and our, yes, we went with five of us, me, Kelsey, Maddie, Cody, and Steven. Yes. So yeah. keep up. Um, we got paired up with more people and I think what we had maybe five, 12 to 15 people total. Per group, yeah. So there were five groups. Mm, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. So anywhere from 60 to 70 even. Yeah. So that was kind of, I don't want to say it deflated me, but I walked in, I was like, this is a, a lot, lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. And then, of course, not surpri- not surprisingly, yes, they, someone walks out, they do this introduction, kind of explain to us what we're about to expect, which was appreciated. Mm-hmm. Some people gave, they told us what we might see, what have you, but they also broke it down into floors. That's why we were broken up into groups and we were, you were basically given a very quick guided tour for the first chunk of time per floor. Mm -hmm. Just to point out like hot spots and things like that. And then, and then you were left to your own devices. There were two different ways that this could have gone down and it was a group vote. Among 70 people. And I'll say, I, uh, I voted for what, what happened. We got. Yes, I did too. Because in my mind, I thought it would be better. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately, maybe it still was, but I don't know. I, I still mean, we'll see the know. pros and cons, but the the guide or the main person doing the the instructions and things like that, he announced to this entire room of people, uh, we our choices were we could either just have a free-for-all in the building, and we had six hours to go wherever whenever however long we wanted Mm -hmm. and not in any type of group it's like you and your people just do what you want for six hours in this building or okay yes or the other option they would break us up into groups and we would have a guide that would take us and we would each we'd get about roughly an hour per floor and we would investigate for an hour and then the groups would switch but they I were like, very strict on that hour. Like, you stayed on that floor. There was no going in between wander. floors. Yeah. yeah, there was no wandering floor to floor, and you couldn't move. You had to move with the group from floor to floor. In our mind, we thought that would be a little more structured, like less people just running around willy-nilly. Yeah. I thought there would be more obstruction if we just let everyone run around. Right. And it would be you, so hard. no idea who would be where when. Yes. So if you're stuck in a group, yeah, there's 
12 to 15 of you, but you get to know this 12 to 15 pretty quickly. You're like, I know who I'm looking for. I know what devices they have. Mannerisms and what their like level of experience with this is. Yes. Yeah. So it seemed like the better option. We'll never know if the other option was better, but I'll say now thinking about it, if we would have chosen the other, we could have maybe taken the first hour to do a quick sweep of the whole building, find what we considered to be hot spots, and then allocated properly. Like, we really like the body shoot, so we're going to go there and spend like an hour and a half there, Mm -hmm. or we're going to go hang out in Electroshock, we're going to hang wherever, Mm -hmm. but... Pros and cons. Yes. Pros and cons. I will say that. Now, our guide for our group of people even said herself that she preferred just the free-for-all. She didn't like breaking up into groups, but that's what we chose. And when I say we, it wasn't like all 70 people just at the same time. I think maybe two people said something and they're like, don't all speak at once. So then our group, like the five of us, very confidently said groups. Because yeah. no one was speaking up. Yeah, some people were, like, raising their hand, like, kind of, eh. And we, like, discussed it quickly, powwow, like, family feud style. And we're just like, do it in groups. And I don't think, I don't know if we were the determining factor or not, but pretty much then they're like, all right, we're doing groups. If you say something with enough confidence, people will follow you. <laughs> say, yeah, oh, <laughs> speak with conviction and people will believe just about anything. I have gotten through so many lies. Just if you say something with enough confidence, mm-hmm. there you go. I say lies. That makes it sound like I'm a terrible person. Mostly like if I was at my job, like uh-huh. pet smart and someone's like, oh, what do you think about this food? I'm like, let me tell you about this food. And then right. I say a bunch of bull crap. And they're like, oh, that sounds really good. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, you're welcome. I really just wanted you to leave so I could go sit in the back room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I was going. Or being a salesperson when I sold mattresses, I won't say at what store. But oh, I mean, it's like options. are. Limited. How do you feel about this very, very expensive bed? I'm like this bad boy. Oh, I got yeah. two of them. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do I wouldn't go that far. But I, yeah, I sold shoes. Tell me about it. That's just being a salesperson or the president. Whatever. It's Yikes. fine. Okay. So anyway. Well, <laughs> groups. <gasps> Sorry, I had to take a breather there for a second. I burped. Oh, I don't yeah. know if y'all heard it. Gaseous. Yuckies. I, listen, it happens to the best of us. So in confidence, we yelled groups. And they and said, we got we're groups. doing groups. And I feel like people were side-eyeing us. I'm like, speak up. Yeah. Speak if you up. didn't want it. I say, it's always like the thing where it's like, where do you want to eat? And they're like, I don't know. So you hold out your hands. You're like, this one is Fazoli's. This one is Olive Garden, even though they're the same freaking thing. And they're I not. tell you, pick a hand. And you pick this hand. And I'm like, okay, Fazoli's. And you go, okay. I'm like, well, then you know what you wanted. You should have just said it. Right. Like, it's you knew the answer. This is literally, there are more arguments in our household over food than literally <laughs> anything else. That's, I, the scene from the notebook, what do you want? It's, that's us. That's it legit. Every day. It's 50% that and 50% what? What? You said what? Like, I can't, I can't even think of a good example of something that I thought was said. John, today, I hope you're not. listening. My favorite thing is when I'm in the middle of a sentence and he goes, huh? And I'm like, I didn't even finish the <laughs> sentence. I didn't. I get what? petty and I'll say things if she's looking at her phone and then she just doesn't look at me. So I just stare and stare and I'll like stare for an, an uncomfortable amount me of time. Too. And then I'm like, so what do you think about what? 
I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or just say something out. Start saying outlandish stuff to mm-hmm. see if they notice. That's oh, what absolutely. Mean. Barbecue sauce on my titties. That gets her attention every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dang whose it. attention would it not get? Mm. <laughs> She's probably in there. I'm probably about to get a mean text. I probably. I should wait. I should see if my phone's lighting up. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's coming though. I know. I I feel it coming. Like the weekend said. Oh, well, it's we're going to reel it in. We chose groups. <laughs> we got put in our group. And yeah. here's the thing. we, <laughs> The group we were in, we got paired up with these people who we saw them walking around only because they had matching shirts made for this trip. Like the whole group have the same <laughs> shirt. What did it? Oh, it's... um. Hey there, demons. It's, it's me, me ya boy. boy. Which is from... um. Oh, come on. BuzzFeed Unsolved. BuzzFeed it's Unsolved. a very early episode. Yeah. And we saw these shirts and we're like, LOL. And then guess who we get paired with? Yay. <laughs> we're like, oh, good. Yay. We're here. <laughs> so we were lucky in that the, the floor that we started on. So basically it was everyone's, you know, started on either one, two, three, four, five. You'd get your hour and they're like, okay, next floor. And everyone would move up. Five would go down to one, so on and so forth. We started on the floor that we showed up on, which is two. Number two. Yay. Oh, wait, I guess it was down. Down. Yes. It doesn't matter. You, y'all you can't see my hand motions here, so it doesn't matter. But you'll learn where I we wasn't go. even paying attention. See, I, nobody pays attention. Oh, my god! I hate this. I just want someone to listen to me. Now, the tour guides that were kind of running the show and pointing out all of the different hotspots to us, they had walkie-talkies, so that's kind of how we knew when to switch floors. Yeah. So there would be some walkie-talkie interference, and you're like, ah, but then you got used to it pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, yeah. They, I, they, I think they had done this enough to know that to keep it to a minimum just at the front end and the tail end of each floor so you're not saturating mm-hmm. evidence. Mm-hmm. So the first floor... Uh, one of the hot spots. There were a couple of hot spots that they showed us. The first one she showed us was a room that actually two sisters had shared, and their names were uh oh Lois and Audrey. There okay, they are. Thank you, because I was not going to. I that. just pulled that out of thin air. Uh, Lois and Audrey, and one of the sisters. They had like tuberculosis, I believe. That that was the cool thing going around at yeah, the time. Yeah. And one of them recovered while the other one did not. And they had to isolate her in that room. But the sister that recovered would still come and check on her. And it was a very sweet bond. And then eventually, unfortunately, the sister who did not get better did succumb to tuberculosis. So that was sad. Yeah. And they said that room isn't malicious. It's if you were to sit in that room, you can just feel that like family bond that sisterly bond and you can maybe pick up some really nice evps and things like that nothing scary or weird in that room mm-hmm. so I'm like okay that's fun another room was the helio room where they oh, believed yeah, yeah. the tuberculosis patients uh needed sunlight like a plant to get better so they would pretty much they're like get sun and fresh air and that'll do that'll do it for you yeah and one of the Things you'll notice, we've posted a picture, we posted a picture of Waverly already on the website, so go and check that out and on our social media, but you'll notice that it looks very open, and that's because it is. There's a breezeway on Just almost all of the floor. floors, except for the ground floor. But what they would do is they'd put them in this room all, all year round, doesn't matter, rain, shine, or snow, they're out there and they're getting sun Yay. or they would put a big heat lamp essentially and they would just 
kind of um, treat him like a lizard. Yeah. Like, here you go. Here's some artificial sun if there is none. Right. Right. Which, I mean, would be nice, though. That sounds nice. And like then, a little spa. <laughs> I believe there was one more hot spot. They said the cafeteria kind of was one. Which. They I'm, said nothing really happened in there, but some people had gotten things in the cafeteria. So. Yeah. Which makes sense. It was a recreational area. People Maybe a would lot of gather. residual stuff. Yeah. Yes. Were there any other hot spots on the second floor? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Those are the ones that really stuck out to me. Yes. I think there was one more, but it's okay, obviously. Wasn't that memorable. <laughs> Whoops-a-daisy. Well, we went with pretty much every piece of equipment we could, except for, I think the one thing they said no to was no Ouija boards, which we didn't bring it anyway. No. They did say that at the start, no Ouija boards. We didn't have it. We didn't take our dowsing rods, no. I realized later. Oh, the but that's okay. dowsing rods. That's okay, because we had all the electronics. We had camcorders, voice recorders, still camera, EMF. ghost tube, EMF. A laser grid. Yeah. Like the whole... We were We came... Prepared. prepared now there were other people there that were really prepared yeah th- like even more a, a group at a spirit box different from what i've ever experienced it was it was interesting mm-hmm. our group leader it was the group leader that had the spirit box mm-hmm. oh i couldn't i thought it was another group okay well that's confusing now, i believe it was them the two leaders that uh, I believe did they did they have those lights set up just so people knew not to walk in that area or were those like rem pods I think they were REM pods or they were used to, like, harness a bigger area of energy. That maybe. Maybe it's somehow to draw things in. But point is, like, there were some people there who it almost felt like they're... I don't mean this in a mean way, but they were kind of, like, treating it like a haunted house and just sort of... Like they were expecting the some jump scares or something. And right. That's This was 100% investigation. Yeah, I mean, it was an expensive investigation. So I feel like paying that amount of money not that it's a ton it depends on who you're talking to i guess yeah but i feel it was an investigation so i feel like that's what i was prepared for and i was surprised at the number of people who just kind of were like freely there for the scares yes but there were also a number of people who were very prepared and had all of this equipment and gopros and the whole the whole shebang you know well that's they asked before the tour we keep going back i'm sorry but before we even started one of the other questions they asked was are there any people who actually invest have done investigations or are uh ghost hunters and we were not quick to raise our hands only because that seems that's a very self-proclaimed title i know i felt weird about it i don't want to be like we're investigators even though that's 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 kind of what we do every week you know but we did we were hesitant and no one raised their hand. I think one, the one super prepared group was like us. Yeah, and then we did. Yeah, and they go, no one else? And we're like, okay. We finally were like, yes, yes. Yeah, I guess technically that's what we do. It just seems like such a weird, I don't know, you you call yourself that. There isn't a, I mean, I guess there maybe is a society where it's like, we are investigators. We are not part of that society, but. <laughs> no, no, we hope you let us in. We'll try Please. our best. Please. Okay, so. We start on the second floor. Yes. And we sort of, we tackled it by, we always take unconventional routes. So what we did is we're like, we're going to separate from everybody because, you know, everybody probably wanted to go to the girl, the sister's room. Everyone wanted to go to the helio room. Like, 
were like, let's just go off in this corner that nobody talked about, gather ourselves, get our things together, all of our equipment turned on, ready to go. And our, I think the idea was like maybe other parts of the building are lonely, so we can see right, like, like these we're spirits down want, here. yeah, these spirits <laughs> want to be talked to too. Dang. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to separate ourselves one for a little more privacy because, like I said, some people they were it felt kind of jump scary. So there was some people who were louder than others and things like that. And we, for recording purposes, needed more silence than that. Yes. So it, it was, was really hard. to separate ourselves for the most part at first. Mm-hmm. And that's something to keep in mind. We'll go ahead and say it now. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, we should go ahead and throw this disclaimer at the front. Here's the problem. Do we have evidence to tell you guys about? Absolutely. Oh, well, yeah. There do. are tons of notes. We have that we notebooks have. here sitting here. <laughs> Mul- multiple notebooks, actually. Is it possible that every single instance could be debunked due to the circumstances yes yeah which yes it's possible especially any kind of sounds any kind of bumps any kind of literally just about anything you could experience there is the possibility that it could be debunked because there were people all around us above us below us flashlights voice recorders spirit boxes people screaming when bats would oh yeah dart at you so we'll tell you we went through this as you know intimately as we could and we didn't write down every instance because between that and then the dust and the bugs oh man (laughs) there was so much to decipher uh was this a group was this a bug was this a bat Mm -hmm. so we feel like we've whittled it down to things that like really (sighs) stuck out as either intelligent Mm -hmm. or inexplicable yeah it just seemed out of place even for even with all the things going on around us, it stuck out. Yes. So keep that in mind going forward. Okay. Now, now we go. <laughs> Finally. Now, I carried around one of our voice recorders the entire night, all six hours, every floor. I had a voice recorder. And this floor, the second floor, I only had the voice recorder. I did use the still camera a couple of times, mm-hmm. but mostly the voice recorder. And one of the first things I noticed listening to it, and again, I hate it because I feel like we just had to completely write this off, is that I feel like there was a lot of chatter or indistinct, like, breathing sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. That I wanted to put in, but... In good conscience. Yeah, I chose not. I wrote it down, but then I put... But we know there were people yelling just moments before or a minute before. Because um, I did have something that I said, I heard almost like a yell or a someone in pain or something like that. Mm-hmm. But a minute before that, one of the groups screamed. Right. And so these floors are big. They are long. It's not like there was a group around every corner. There was some privacy. So it's not like. It's not like every room somebody was there. I think each floor we deciphered could hold like a hundred some odd people, right? Oh, yeah. It Well, they said after it was completely built, it held up uh, words of 400. Yeah. So if you think about the first floor wasn't really a living facility. It was really just three floors. So, so yeah, yeah, a little over a hundred a floor. So there was still, they were still far away, but close enough that we questioned a lot of the sounds like that 
Mm -hmm. A lot of the things I got on this floor, unfortunately, were not clear responses. They were all very indistinct. But there was one point where I asked, how old are you? And you hear something, but I couldn't decipher what it was. And we even had video camera footage. Kelsey was recording me asking that exact question. So I immediately am looking at Cody and Steven and Maddie to see who said what. And no one said anything, but you can clearly hear there's some type of muffled response to when I say, how old are you? And I think what's interesting about that is, one, none of us heard it in the moment. Mm-hmm. And two, all of us kind of like divided and conquered because there was a lot of content to go through. Mm-hmm. And me, Megan, and Maddie, all on separate devices, marked that moment in particular. Yes, that's on right. On two voice recorders and a camcorder, we all heard it in three different what? spots. When we broke up after getting home and starting going, starting to go through the evidence, we each got a different device to take home with us to listen to. And I took my own voice recorder because I wouldn't... We used to do the thing where I would give Kelsey mine to listen to and she'd give me hers. But then... But it was almost harder. Yeah, because I would say, what's that? I'm like, oh, well, that was me tripping over something and I just didn't say it. Yeah. You know, something like that. So it's much easier to listen to your own content. And... I remember coming over to your house and we started discussing it. And I said that line, how old are you? And you and, and both Maddie both sat up. Sat up. Right? <laughs> They're like, what did it say? I was like, I don't know. I can't figure it out. Right. And unfortunately, neither could we. No. And it happened again. We did eventually go into the sisters' rooms. And one of the first things I said when we got in there, uh, after introducing ourselves and you know, asking if we can come in their room. I told them, you know, me and Kelsey are sisters. We're twins. And I said, after I said Kelsey and I are sisters, you hear something. Again, indistinct. But this whole moment is being recorded in the sisters' room and no one is saying anything at the time. Right. And I don't remember if that's one of the, because I actually, I believe that's one you had because I wrote this in off to the side because I thought I heard something. I said, nah, maybe not. But then you guys had gotten it on your devices too. Yeah. And I was trying to get a lot of different angles. So in a few, most of the situations I was using my camera more as a room camera. So like it was harder for me to decipher because everyone was in the room with two voice recorders, EMF, whatever, I stepped outside of the room and held the camera like a, like a static camera. And just to... A human tripod. I was basically a human tripod for at least <laughs> two of the areas. Mm-hmm. But I think it was beneficial because then it got a wide scope and you could see what everyone was doing. And that could break down any anything that we're like oh what was that sound and it was somebody sneezing and it sounded like a door slamming megan sorry you sneeze so loud well it wasn't even that you sneeze loud it's just the building is so open (laughs) that it just echoed it does and here i was just looking because i'm following my notes along with megan's because we have i have what we've got four sets of notes here that we're going between and yeah right there i put the note quote how old are you i hear a faint noise check voice recorder and i showed megan that and she's like oh yes yeah now i asked that about 19 minutes into my voice recording the well i said kelsey and i are sisters and that was about 19 minutes in Mm -hmm. at just over 21 minutes we get the 
we get a response on ghost tube now ghost tube has always been one of those hit or miss things that we either just trash the entire idea we probably don't even tell you guys half the time we use it because it's just so there's nothing this night that we used ghost tube and we used several people's ghost tube it was giving us answers that actually made sense yeah and intelligent responses and i don't remember what was happening at this point but just three what two minutes later roughly the ghost tube says my name when we're standing in the sister's room and not only does it say my name but it has the display to show you what it's saying Mm -hmm. and it's spelled correctly my name is megan but it's spelled with an h which isn't super common right it's not the most common spelling of megan i don't think so so that was the first time we got that so that was cool and then cody had also brought his pendulum and he, it's on a, a chain. And when he took it out of his pocket, there was a knot on it. And when he started messing with the knot, Ghost Tube said knot, like K-N-O-T. And then it said, leave it. And he was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> he took the knot out anyway. I said, Cody, now what? Why would you do you that? Leave it. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I had for the second floor. So I had... I had the camcorder. That was my main thing. I might have been... I don't think I was carrying the voice recorder. It's really hard to... I don't think I was on the second floor. Mm-hmm. But I had the fun time of deciphering, is that a bug? Is that dust? Is that an orb? Because I <laughs> yeah. had the visual representation. So there are a few. I I notated them, still hesitant that I'm like, this orb does seem to stick out from, it doesn't look like the bugs have been looking like it doesn't look like dust. It seems like it manifests in the middle of the screen and disappears in the middle of the screen. Mm-hmm. And there, there were a few of those, um, nothing super notable that way on the fir- second floor. I, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't even mention this, but I'm just so mad. I had like a glitch in, glitch in the Matrix moment where I was certain there was this room that I walked in that all the doors were closed. It was very creepy. Like oh, I, had, yeah. I had kind of backed off the group and was getting, you know, far away shots, like I said. And I passed this room and it just made me feel not good. And I'm like, I'm going to step in this room. And I had to like shimmy through the doors. So I thought... <laughs> I'm, I had to shimmy through the doors to get in the room. There was a door to the hallway, but it was closed, two closets, and it just felt not good. Mm-hmm. Did I pick anything up in there in the first time around? No. But I ended up finding the group, and I was like, yo, this room made me feel weird. Mm-hmm. I told Maddie first, and we went off. And I was like, let me show you this room. I don't like it. And then I walked in the hallway, and suddenly, like, I can't find the room. I was like, where did this room go? And I like walked halfway down the hall. I was like, it should have been here by now. Like it was probably the last room in the hallway. Like, why can't I see it? So I finally find it because I recognize the graffiti in there. But the door to the hallway is now open. The one that was shut. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, It turns out they had been opening doors, seeing if they could open doors to rooms. But I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's hard to explain, but there were like two doors to get in from the breezeway and then one door to get into the hallway. The hallway doors now open, the two breezeway doors, now there's only one. And I was like, I feel like I'm losing my no. mind because <laughs> this is not the same room, but it's the same room. Ugh. And it turns out there was a room that I had to squeeze through the two doors to get in, two doors down. Mm-hmm. And that door was open. Then the door with one door, with, then the room with one door to the breezeway. 
had the door closed. I mixed up two rooms. I got so mad because I told myself in the camera, I was like, Kelsey, you're going to watch this later and you're going to be right. And I put with a mad face, you were not right. <laughs> Dang it. Dang. There so, was, sorry, there was only one other thing I noted when you talked about not feeling good in a room. Yeah. There was one I kept walking by and I kept saying, I'm like, I don't know why you keep making me stop at this room. And I'm, of course, I'm talking to the spirits because I'm hoping I'm picking something up when I walk by. I'm like, I mean, why do you keep making me stop? A lot of experiences are just feelings also. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard because you can't, those aren't documented technically, but your feelings are well, just as valid. Your feelings so are valid. It's so hot and I'm so sweaty. And all of a sudden, why do I get a cold chill on the back of my neck and down my spine? And I'm like, okay, this has happened a couple of times walking past this room. And I did write down and I highlighted it that uh, I don't know what it is, but I put that, where did it go? Oh, I, I just say it's indistinct. Mm-hmm. But then I immediately after that in the voice recorder, you hear me say that my hair just stood up for no reason. I do remember hearing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you heard something, but I can't decipher it. Yeah. So one thing that I do have from the second floor that we'll try to get some stills of it if we can. I'm holding the camcorder and I pan down the empty hallway. We're all walking in one direction and I sort of turn the other way to just look down the hallway. And I stand still because I see there. I thought I saw someone and ultimately, yes, I did. There was a guy standing in a doorway just standing there first of all that was really creepy i'm like why aren't you moving like it was definitely a real person but he was he just wasn't moving wasn't doing anything and then in in the moment i could have sworn i saw someone standing like i don't even know how to explain it just very stoic in the middle of the hallway they just suddenly appeared and it was like a black figure and you hear me i'm like oh my god i was like what is that And I come, like, scurrying over, and I was like, this is going to sound stupid. I know there's a guy standing right there, but I just saw a figure in the middle of the hallway. And I couldn't couldn't see it again. We tried to walk that direction. Wasn't there. I feel so validated. I swear to God. Because I'm watching (laughs) back on the footage within a second. So there, there's a... We time mark everything Mm -hmm. so we know where it happens, obviously. Suddenly, in the middle of the hallway, when I'm staring down it and not moving, you see this tiny flash of light move from the side of the wall to the center. And one second later, barely a second later, that's when I said, oh my god, what is that? And I, like, turn around. So, and and then when we... We tried to get the, the brightness up. We turned it on, like, theater mode in the room. We turned off all the lights. And sure enough, you you see what looks like you can see the guy but then suddenly it splits and there is a separate entity that goes towards the center of the hallway and then back to the side so i feel very validated that was that was honestly really creepy it's it startled me in the moment and i feel so ooh like ooh i feel so good that i saw it <laughs> on camera like i caught this on camera it's very hard to see but if you can get the brightness levels just right you see it happen I'm trying to see, check my notes here. Oh, I said, I put in the note the sound I made. It said, I said it kind of sounded like I almost dropped my croissant. Because I went, <laughs> ah, and like turn around. <laughs> and if you don't watch Vines, that is on you. That is your fault. But that's what I, I mean, I have the how old are you thing as well. But that's pretty much what I had for the second floor. Just some weird vibes. The hallway, some orbs that like 
hopefully are orbs, but it's hard to say. So after the second floor, we went down Down. and we went to the ground floor or the first floor. And this one actually had a ton of stuff we could have done. Apparently there is a really, not necessarily malicious, but a crappy spirit in the main entryway and they wouldn't say his name it took a lot to figure out what the name was eventually i think we could maybe share it i don't know if any of you guys are gonna go i feel like it doesn't matter the name the name we were given was tim and tim is not a good guy no and off of the main entryway there is a vault room it's an actual vault. You can shut the door, lock it, whatever. Be careful. Don't shut that door. You're you in trouble. Won't get out, yeah. And supposedly a resident who used to be a nurse and got dementia wandered into that room by accident. She followed one of the other nurses, and the nurse didn't know that. And so when the actual nurse walked out, she shut and locked the vault. Apparently this isn't a vault they needed very often because she was in there for several days. Mm-hmm. And, and she did not make it. No. They found her later. So that was a hot spot because this dementia patient died in there. Another hot spot is way down the hall. You will find the kitchen. But right off the kitchen is the morgue. <laughs> yeah, they, where they literally, would keep... they had two different freezer areas. One for the food, one for the bodies. Mm-hmm. Now, the morgue section they have, there were only three uh, of those roller things to put bodies on. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, how many, where do they put all these other bodies? All these people were dying all the time. That's because they had a secondary room that they, we called it after all the overflow room. Yeah. And that's just kind of where they tossed the extra bodies when they didn't have room. Yeah. Which was often. Yeah. And one of the last hotspots is the body shoot. Pretty sure everybody's heard of the body shoot. Right. It's the very discreet way they disposed of bodies, but also got supplies. Right. Well, the reason why the body shoot came about, I can't remember if we explained it or not, was, yeah, oh yeah, I think we said it in the first step, the first part, which is people were dying just about a person an hour. Yeah. So, on average. So people didn't have to see a body leave the floors every hour. They're like, just send them down the body shoot. Yeah. Let's be more discreet. I will say, even though the body shoot is something that a lot of people know about, it was impossibly hot and humid. As hot as it was outside, it was just even worse and compact in that. Plus, it was very wet down there. Yes. And one of the first things they told us is that, can you walk down these steps? Because there's the chute, the actual slide, and then there's a set of steps next to it. They said, can you walk down these steps? Technically, yes. Yes. There are 163 of them. You go down 163 wet steps. You also have to walk back up 163 wet steps. So not super appealing. No. And TBH, I, I'll i go ahead and spoil it. We didn't spend time over there. No, like, I didn't feel anything. All. I really didn't feel anything. I didn't either. Not really, which is weird. No. You would think that would be one of the spots, but... I was just getting agitated with the amount of people and the body heat. Yes, no, that was that was a big factor. So one of the big play, one of the big play, one of the main places we ended up sitting up camp was in the overflow room. We did visit some other ones, so maybe we should touch on those first. Yeah, we could do that. We ended up going into the vault, and I, this is where Ghost Tube was really interactive. I asked 
how many days were you in the vault? Because remember, we're talking about a dementia patient. I said, how many days were you in the vault? And GhostTube responds almost immediately with the number eight. Yeah. And they never told us the amount of days. They said they weren't sure. And I'm like, I don't know. That was a pretty quick response. And then not maybe a few minutes later, uh, it says nurse, mm -hmm. which the dementia patient used to be a nurse. And then I think that's all I got in the vault, really. We did have some EMF spikes in there. Yeah. And there was actually a point where we're like, oh, if that was you, can you touch the light again? And it did. It did flash. Mm -hmm. And actually, before we left, I was like, all right, we're you guys had already filed out. And I was like, all right, well, if you, if that was you, you want to touch the light and say bye. And almost without missing a beat, it was like, bloop, bloop. I said, OK, thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that room didn't feel scary. It just felt sad. It did. Yeah. Overall, it was just a sad, sad room. We did not get to spend time in the main entryway, unfortunately. Our tour guide set up shop with their voice, or um, sorry, spirit box, spirit box, where they spent pretty much the entire time there. We were kind of bummed about that, but we're like, whatever, there's enough going on down here that we mm -hmm. could check it out. There was one point we were walking down the hall and, or we may have been sitting in a room, but ghost tube said, follow me. And Cody said, where? And it said kitchen. And then it said karma. And then it said Cody's name. Ye oh yikes we said, <laughs> i do remember that huh, okay and it was in very quick succession again yeah. so now we have megan and we have cody okay we've got two names that in our group so that's also a little unusual we've never gotten our own names yeah on argos tube the only time i experienced my own name was at miram which that was a good episode go back <laughs> that was a good one that was good it one. really was we did end up going into the actual morgue where they kept the three roller body things yes and steven did climb in one but uh he laid in there for just a few seconds i don't even think it was a minute but yeah not a lot happened in that room but we shimmied down the hall to oh, the overflow yes. yeah, room yeah. and this is where we spent most of our time and this is where things really started picking up and this is also where we realized maybe only getting an hour per floor was not, not the best enough. idea. Yeah. <laughs> because this is where things really picked up for us. Mm -hmm. One of the things I did was I took my voice recorder and they actually had coffins lined up on the wall. They're not original to the building. They were donated by some funeral home. I don't remember where. Yeah. But I took my voice recorder and I sat it on top of one of the coffins. And I said, all right, let's just start asking questions and see who we can get to talk. And at one point in the recording, I realized I'm hearing some pretty heavy breathing and it, it didn't stick out to me at first until I realized you, there was nobody near the voice recorder. And again, we had cameras rolling and yeah. you can see nobody's near it. And our voice, my voice was so low that I was the one sitting closest to it and I even sounded far away. Mm -hmm. And this was very up close, like yeah and i was like who it ma'am <laughs> so that happened um kelsey you started to feel sick in that room i did to be fair again i don't want to it was hot the entire time i was uncomfy the entire time could it have been the heat messing with me yeah but honestly this was one of the cooler hallways in the building oh we were it was just a blast of 
quote unquote cold, cold air, air that yeah. we were just relieved. Cold as in it was probably 75 degrees and not 90. Yeah, so. it felt wonderful. <laughs> but I had set up my camcorder. There was a table towards the entrance of the overflow room and I was like you know what I want to get another wide shot so we can see I tried to get as many of us in the shot as I could I tried to get all the caskets in the shot and I set it up so it was just sitting still watching the whole room and (laughs) there's a point this one there was so much dust in this room. I sat the I sat the camcorder down and it's just a flurry of dust. So it honestly kind of helped because it was a good example of this is what an orb does not look like. Yeah. And there were some bugs flying around. But there was at one point, I don't even think any particular question got asked, but this is one of those it manifested in the middle of the screen and disappeared in the middle of the screen. But you just, out of nowhere... Straight from the door of the casket, you just see this orb come out of the casket and then disappear into the air. Mm-hmm. And so that was pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I did not feel well in that room. So I had like passed off all the equipment. And I'm like, I'm going to sit in this chair and just sit in my in my gross for a second. <laughs> right. Breathe for a minute. Yeah. It. Oh, gosh. I was lo- I'm looking at my notes. There was one more. While it was, I guess it was shortly after the orb had come out of the casket, I was watching very intently, very closely to the screen on on the TV, on the camcorder. I'm trying to watch in different spots to get different viewpoints, you know. And something startled the crap out of me. I'll go, I told them, it's Uh honestly (laughs) one of the scariest things I caught on the camera. Was it spooky? No. No, No, but it was really (laughs) scary. It was, like I said, it was sitting on this table that had, like, a moving cloth on it. You know, those, like, heavy weighted blankets that you, when you're moving so it doesn't hurt the furniture. I'm sitting there watching very intently, and then just out of nowhere, like, this little fiber (laughs) on the cloth sticks straight up in front of the camera, and I jumped. I, it's so dumb. There are so many other things we caught, and that made me jump more than anything else. This (laughs) tiny little fiber that was like, <laughs> oh, it made me laugh though. I had to show they all jump. You both jumped too when I showed you. It I was think. funny. It made me laugh. It was pretty good. And then I had another, like I said, I here orb in the top right corner of the room. Pretty certain it's a bug, but an interesting light anomaly. Blah blah blah. That one, okay, that one has, actually is different. So there's a bug that flew across. So I was like, oh, that's just a bug. But then again, out of the out of the uh what do you call it center of the room it didn't show up on an the flashing light yeah that was again weird. in this room above the caskets again towards the end right before we're getting ready to leave you see a bug fly by so you can see what the bug looks like and then slowly followed behind it is this really slow rhythmic flashing light that dips down into the room and then goes up and goes out of the room and it mm-hmm. flashes the whole way and it is not a lightning bug no we didn't no one was taking a picture that mm-hmm. would have flashed like that no um, because i saw plenty of those and the first time i was like oh my gosh what is that and then it's just the the lights kind of refreshing themselves when the flash goes off yeah because again we're using night vision so it does do something funky to it when you flash a light really quickly so that was interesting because like i said i've been seeing dust and bugs all night especially in this room and then suddenly this blinking light goes across the room, dips down, and then goes back up out of the room. Mm -hmm. 
There was one other thing I caught on my EVP. It almost sounds like walking or pacing in the room, but I believe at the time no one was moving like that. No one was walking heavy-footed. But shortly after hearing that walking, we get a third name on Ghost Tube, and that name is Maddie. Yeah. Now that one wasn't spelled right. Maddie does spell hers pretty unique, and her name is also a shortened Version. of her full name. Yes. Yeah. So, but now we have three names, and they call her by her nick, like her nickname that she uses more often than her actual name. So we have Megan, Cody, and Maddie on this floor. It kept referring to a necklace ghost tube kept saying necklace and at one point it first of all it said lady of the night straight up ghost tube just goes lady of the night what who's the lady of the night (laughs) and then later it says 24 sorry necklace 25 all very quickly almost like in a sentence and that's when we were in the morgue the actual morgue 24 sorry necklace 25 okay And it just kept saying necklace, necklace. And the only thing we could figure is that Cody's pendulum is on that chain and maybe it thought that was a necklace. Possibly, yeah. It just, throughout that entire floor, kept referring to necklace. We didn't know what it was. And then later, when we were, I think, headed towards the vault, I know I mentioned that first, but it's actually one of the last places we visited, really. As we were walking down the hall, Ghost Tube pipes up with, a fourth name. Mm-hmm. And that name is Steven. Yes. Steven's never been with us to any any of our ghost hunting adventures. I don't think I've seen Steven for like 10 years. No. And <laughs> here he was. And Ghost Tube's like, oh, Steven's here. So now we have four of the five of our party have been accounted for by Ghost Tube. And yes. that's never happened. No. So that's all I really have for the second floor. I realize. So I've been looking at my camcorder notes. I also have here Maddie's voice recorder notes. There's oh, yeah. a there's a lot to look at here. There were two really good. I now I'm wondering. I can't remember because we just have timestamps. She didn't break this up into floors. Oh. So now I'm wondering: was this the first floor? Was it the second floor? But there were two pretty darn good ones that I have to remember. So I think it was in. The sister's room. Oh, God. You'll have to refresh my memory, but I know exactly what happened. No, it's in the creepy room. The room that I didn't feel good in. So it was the second floor. I got to back it up. When I was like, I don't feel good in here. And you asked. You said, is someone... Is someone in here trying to scare us or something like that? Like, are you playing a game? Are you playing games with us? And you, we all heard it. And all of us didn't want to say, I think I heard this. We wanted to say... At the same time, like what we thought we heard, and we all three heard the same thing. Uh-huh. It was either to, are you like, are you trying to scare us? Like, are you playing games? You just hear, I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, I remember. Yeah, in this, that. and it's like in a high pitched. I guess I'll say it because I whispered it. You just hear, I did. When it's like, are you trying to scare us? You pretty immediately in this higher pitch. It almost sounds like a little. Girl, I think I like, said, mocking. did you play a prank on us? Yeah. Or- yeah, in a little girl's like mocking voice, you just hear, "I did," mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's a creepy one. <laughs> it gave me cool chills. Just I know, now. so good. Like that's a pretty good one. 
and then i'm glad you picked that up because i would have forgotten that no i know that's i'm looking she takes notes a little differently so i'm trying to remember because she's in the other room i can't get her right now but the other one oh gosh i think the other one was it the singing that we couldn't just there was like a singing like a humming it sounded like a little girl again all of these almost all of these were like little girl voices and you just hear kind of this like melodic humming in the background which we've had before in yeah. recordings and <laughs> we get a lot back. of singing operatic spirits <laughs> yes very musically inclined spirits and then oh oh my gosh the other one we haven't been able to decipher this we do keep going over this i there guys there was a lot to go through a lot of stuff to go through and after a while it all like blurs together uh, all of the content that we did find, we'll put on Patreon. We'll get to that later. Donate and you can hear this stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's one moment where Maddie leaned up against a ledge and there was a spider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a spider. And I very calmly told her, like, hey, there's a spider there. And she does not do spiders. So she, like, leaned forward and she's like, oh, God. And just calmly tries to get away from the spider. You hear you hear me talking you hear her talking clearly this is it's not a funny situation i was like you just leaned into a spider she's like oh no and then over our two voices you just hear <laughs> like it's <laughs> like it's almost laughing. it honestly sounds like somebody was laughing at her and it does you can hear the level where our voices are volume wise mm-hmm. it, but then it sounds like someone just puts their mouth right up against the voice corner and is like <laughs> while she's talking about <laughs> that she was scared she was like covered in spiders mm-hmm. oh man so yeah those <laughs> those are the ones i feel like that i did yeah, those were some of the big ones that we got on her voice recorder. Um, the I did, man. There was one more, but I can't remember what floor it was on, honestly. We heard... I can't remember what floor it was, so I don't want to, yeah, like... there was just... God, there's so much. It all is kind of blurring in our heads at this point, and we have extensive notes in front of us, but just, like, deal with it. Right, I'm skipping so much. <laughs> you have no idea. And there was a part where, and if you stop me, if it's written down there somewhere, it's three words that we thought we heard and we all kind of heard it. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I hit the microphone. That scared me. My, my apologies. But yes. But go ahead. Go on. With Save it or? No. Go ahead and tell it. Okay. Because I don't remember what was happening at all or what floor it was on. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a point in the recording that we asked some question and it was a response. I don't remember what the question was. Mm-hmm. But we asked a question and we get a response that the best we can des- decipher at this point is that it says, get out now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, was it in the sister's room? No, nothing scary that I remember happened in there. I don't remember what floor we were on, though. You guys may have been alone. You, I, and you know what? I actually haven't gotten to tell you. Some things will be surprises for Megan because I didn't get to tell her. There were a couple times where we went off on our own, and I think that was one of those times. I don't remember the context either, but it was... Yeah. You, one of you asked a question, and then you hear, get out now. And it was, like, very... Like staccato. Yeah, I was going to say staccato also. All our music people people out there. (laughs) And I think that we're going back to the first floor, which was technically our second stop. That's all I really had for that one. Mm -hmm. 
So then we, <laughs> they Had do us real dirty. And they said our next stop is, is going f- from the first floor the to the fifth, fifth floor. floor. And there's no elevators, y'all. No, it of is course there isn't. We are all out of shape. And they actually did it a little weird because the fifth floor was maybe a quarter of the size of the building. So we actually got the fourth and the fifth floor. At once, yeah. And the most notable things is on the fifth floor, supposedly a nurse hung herself. Now, everyone believed it to be in a room off to the side. Mm -hmm. But they say that the, the tour guide says that the nurse hung herself, was found hanged in the middle of the hallway from a light. Yeah. Well, it's not where there wasn't a light at the time, but it's where a light is now. And they say that they found her because the way she was there and the surrounding area, they're not sure she did it herself. Yeah. There's speculation. Yes, there's speculation. And then on the fourth floor, we get these really fun stories that we mentioned to you in the first part, at part one, if you want to go back to that episode, you should have already listened to it at this point, is the Creeper and Big Black Yeah, are yeah. supposed to be roaming these floors. And there's also the operating room. Oh, the what, the electroshock therapy room? And the electroshock therapy room, yeah. All of these in the fifth and fourth floor. Yeah. Honestly, not a ton as far as evp goes no i had a couple of things written down i got another i said it could either be wind or that breathing again in the the recorder right now the fifth floor was much more open than the other floors because it was so condensed yeah that which it is like, possible we definitely took advantage of that mm-hmm. oh yeah sat just outside sit. on it like on the rooftop to get air uh-huh. good god Ghost Tube did a funny thing. I didn't tell you this, mm-hmm. <laughs> but when Cody and I were sitting out in the the breeze, getting some fresh air, I asked. I don't even remember what why I was asking this, but I said, "Do you like somebody here?" And then it didn't answer. I said, "Do you like like somebody?" <laughs> and it said, "Ghost Tube goes maybe." <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I said, "Ooh, girl, spill it!" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So I wrote that down just because it was funny. Should have said my name. All Spoilers, y'all. It never ended up saying my name. No. It said everybody's. I have yet to have Ghost it your name. say my name. Or like her name's Kelsey, 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 Kelsey. And it still didn't say Yeah, I, at Miram, the, we got Megan and Ashley. I still have not gotten my name on anybody's ghost tube yet. It's a little jarring, I'll be honest. When I heard my name, I said, excuse me. Who what? is she? It. Well, and it goes to show you, you cannot program GhostTube. Yes, it is pre-filled with a library. Right. But, I mean, the words have to come from somewhere, but it's not, you can't add words to it or you can't program it to say certain words at a certain time. Right. And not honestly, possible. if it learned and listened like that, you would think it would say my name by now, for God's sake. Like, mm-hmm. one name we did get a lot on these two floors is Barbara on GhostTube. Mm-hmm. I got that a lot. And I, I kept asking, I said, who's Barbara? And it answered me. Oh, I finally asked, who is Barbara? You keep saying Barbara. And it said, dangerous. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yikes. And that's when I get right after that, about eight seconds after that, there's almost a growling noise. Mm-hmm. And I said, ma'am, Hello. Barbara. <laughs> Dang. And 
Steven actually downloaded GhostTube for the first time yes. and started using He's never used it before. And so we kind of gave him a quick crash course. And when he walked into the ARP operating room, it immediately said surgeon. Yes. And when he walked out of the operating room and started walking down the hall, it said nurse. It's intuitive. Mm-hmm. That's We were getting a lot of stuff we'd never heard it say before. Like, we're not standing in a graveyard and it goes surgeon. Right. I've never right. gotten that. And... I didn't have a ton written down, honestly, for, I, I have something that's, I put a moan question mark. Like, I don't know if it was a painful moan or a, right, right. like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Is that the one we went through that it also, it sounded almost suggestive. It did. It really did. It and then like, th- ooh, yes. Ooh. Like, it did. <laughs> it's it really weird. did. But I will say we figured out the yes sound was one of the apps in the back, one of the apps we used is called Ovilus, which is one of the OG kind of like ghost tubes. And if you listen hard enough, you can hear it. it's a robotic voice saying Ovilus on. Mm-hmm. And that explained the, which sounded That's like yes. sound, yeah. But that doesn't, it didn't explain the moan. That was kind of. It still sounded like someone was having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a little weird. I honestly did not have much. For the fourth and fifth floor. Also because I had been, you know, manning the camcorder all night. That was my that was my baby for the evening, mm-hmm. morning, however you want to say that. Whatever. We get to that floor. I'm recording for, I'd say, two minutes. We step into one of the rooms and I look down and I just see my camcorder stop. I was like, hello, like, get it together, sis. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I had it plugged in. The memory card was full. Mine did too. That's right. Because I looked down minutes of each other, and I said, "Oh my god, how long have I not been recording?" And it had just ran out of yeah. We memory. both ran out of memory. So, lesson learned: have multiple memory cards because that mm-hmm. sucked because we had a whole other floor to go. But this was the whole creeper and big black thing. There was a point where we we're trying. These floors were not as active, not as exciting. The group was like, "Uh, not to alarm anybody, but uh." Big Black is now on floor four. (laughs) And we're like, huh? And they're like, so don't go down there. So you know exactly what we did. We We went down there. hightailed it. Yeah, as soon as their backs were to us, we're like, bye-bye. And we like (laughs) ran down the stairs to the fourth floor. Spoilers. I don't know what they saw, Mm -hmm. but I did not see it. Did we explain what Big Black and the Creeper are in the last episode i believe so yes yeah the, it, the big black just like swallows up any light mm-hmm. so yeah, if yeah, you yeah. see the light start to disappear the story itself sounded pretty creepy like i was excited and also kind of scared mm-hmm. they said if you're in a room and all of a sudden there's no shadows get out yeah and I'm like, it Ooh. sounded creepy as heck yeah. did it happen no unfortunately no no and the creeper you have some hunched over dude who's just like yeah down the hallway <laughs> Didn't see that either. Yeah. So those were a little, I was a little frustrated that we walked all that way up there and not a ton to show for those two floors. Well, and at this point we're on hour five. Yeah, it it is in fact four or five in the morning at this point. Yes. The burnout is getting real. We are all so tired. Yeah, it's so tired. I was thirsty. Like, I was getting scary thirsty. I was so, I just wanted <laughs> a drink so bad. It, I wasn't even tired and like, a, oh man, I really want to take a nap. I was tired and my body hurt. And if y'all remember, I was supposed to be in a boot for eight weeks. That was only week seven and I ditched the boot and I said, I'm not walking 
for six hours in a boot and what better time to test this leg than right now and I haven't been in the boot since which is fine but I'm it was killing me my ankle hurt so bad and there's just not a lot of chairs sitting around this abandoned no, asylum no so I eventually gave up and happen. sat on the dirty floor I was like I don't care anymore mm-hmm. we all sat outside just in the the night air in the like, breezeway thank just god take us <laughs> I'm ready my body's ready so that means we have one floor left. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is taking so visit. long, but it's all worth it. We told you we had a lot of content to cover. I feel like we are rushing too. Like, I was okay, going to say, go, I'll, I'll be honest. I still feel like there's there are some things we didn't get to sift through. I'll be 100% honest with you. We tried, but we wanted to be as thorough as we could. So there will be content up on Patreon, but I'll like, I kind of want to keep going through this. And mm-hmm. those of you that are donating and will donate in the future, you may see more content pop up as Randomly. time goes on. Yeah. Because there's just so, so much. much to listen to well, and watch and look at. And you think about six hours times two roughly camcorders, four. two voice recorders, still pictures because the camcorders died. I used my phone for a while. Yes. Yep. Oh, man. Hours and hours. (laughs) So... Our final stop. Yes. Is the third floor. Yes. Which had... One of the sadder stories. And one of the real... One of the only, like, real, I guess, can be proven... Yes. Yeah. Stories, which is the homeless man and his dog. Mm -hmm. And we did touch on that in the last episode about what happened. So we're not going to go over that again. They showed us the room where he was sleeping in and they showed us the room where he was killed and pointed out the elevator that he was thrown down. So we, of course, go right to his room. Weird. Yeah. Weirdly, people didn't go straight there. They kind of dispersed and were like, if I feel like if I remember right. The tour guide said you could really see shadow, shadow people, people really well on the third floor. Yeah. And they're like, I'm going to go set up shop at the end of the hall if anyone wants to come sit with me and look for shadow people. And the they all entire flocked. group. And I, I mean, like, like oh. I wanted to sit down too, don't get me wrong, but I was like, we're here with purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. oh we well. We have a job to do. So we went to the homeless man's room instead. And we didn't get a name for him. All we had was the dog's name, which was Sadie. And <laughs> when we first got in the room, they had set cigarettes we saw on the shelf there were cigarettes yeah. and flowers yes yeah, yeah something I think. else was there as a memorial for him so that was nice and i i hate to like sizzle out like this but we were so tired at that point like painfully physically exhausted our cameras were dead well not dead but there was no more room for the camera we did voice recording which i did not i did nothing not notable anything. yes there was nothing that stood out we could didn't get kelsey's name sorry i know this was the last i'm stop. getting <laughs> jealous really we did not get kelsey's name just nothing really stood out on this floor except this is where i'm gonna surprise you Oh. Me and Maddie went off on our own because we there was a point we had probably like 30 minutes left and we had looked at we had already looked at the homeless man's room. We had walked up and down the floors and we're like, we're just we know we need to make the most of our time, but we are tapped out. So mm-hmm. we basically just kind of powwowed at the end, went over everything we had seen and talked about and heard and what have you. Things we learned, things we want to change going forward, whatever. 
but me and Maddie started walking the halls because I was like, I just, I want to get one more thing. Like, I feel like I need to get my money's worth here. So we stopped at this room. It was another one of those like weird feelings. And we're just like, we need to, we need to stand in here. I just, I have two things actually, two surprises. So one of them, I'll tell the shorter one first. There were two rooms that we were both like, this feels weird. So we stepped in the one. Rarely, we get a lot of physical evidence, like pictures, like EVPs, like camcorder captures, whatever. There have not been a lot of times where I get the, oh, I feel chills all over my whole body. For the first time that happened here, we -hmm. walked into a room and it just suddenly I just feel this ice cold air go down my back and like I can feel goosebumps on my arms on my legs and I stopped I was like I'm not moving mm-hmm. like it just feels like something is touching me and it felt like something kept brushing my arm so we did a little EVP session we did the EMF unfortunately nothing really to show of those but the entire night and it is so hot And I go to step through a threshold and it's like someone touches my arm and it's just ice through my whole body. Mm -hmm. So that was weird. It sounds so cheesy because you hear that stuff on all the, you know, the ghost shows and what have you. And you're like, do do you really, though? And for the first, I was like, this is going to sound so stupid, but it just feels like ice on my body right now. I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. So only a feeling in that room. But the second room that we're like, we don't really feel great here. We stepped in. The EMF went nuts. Like, it was just spiking the whole, like, consistently spiking all the way up to red. And we're like, well, is there electricity in this room? So we, like, went to each outlet. We went to light switches, ran, like, along the edges where there was even an electrical box in that room. We're like, that's gotta be it. No, up against the electrical box, nothing. When you stood in the middle of the room, the EMF was like, boo, 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 boo. (laughs) And I feel like there was something, oh gosh, I know... I feel bad because I don't know if I wrote this down. I know there was one other thing that happened in that room, but it was really the EMF that just kind of sold that for me because it hadn't done much of anything all night unless Uh we were actually in rooms with electricity. But this room, the EMF was, it didn't stop. But the second we got out of that room, nothing, not a thing. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. There was one weird thing. It did, it, we debunked it immediately, but I'm sitting here. I get to the point on the, <laughs> the investigation that it's the end of the night. We've walked this entire building. I'm not afraid of anything. I wandered off by myself and I'm walking down the hall with yeah. no lights. And I oh, said, Oh, mm-hmm. that, yeah, we were walking without lights. So I'm like, I don't need the light anymore. Like, uh, what grave encounters. Oh God. <laughs> when he's in the tunnels. I actually thought of a really a scary creepy pasta that I read before about the Russian sleep experiment. Oh yes. Where they're like, turn Ooh. the light off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm creeping down the hallway. Not, not bothered. This is just who I am now. And, <laughs> um, I came up on this. I had Cody and Steven with me for sure. I don't think you guys were with us, but I'm sitting here complaining. I said, I will literally, I will run smack into the creeper and not be upset at this point. Right. I just want something to happen before we leave. And then as I say that and turn the corner, I almost poop my pants because (laughs) I see plain as day a figure standing in the corner and it's not one of the group members. There is an actual shape of a body like... No, in the corner, I said, 
mm. I mean, I know I said I would run smack into you, but and I do. You didn't my, have to. My heart sinks, and I immediately stopped the two of them. I said, "Do you see that?" And they said, "What the f?" And like pulled out our flashlights, phones, whatever. And there is the perfect paint chip shape like the paint has peeled off this part of the wall it's in the shape of shoulders and a head it looks exactly like a person's Mm -hmm. torso and it's standing in the corner by the door and a room and it's like the door that goes outside i don't know if it's like a ladder emergency ladder or something but yeah i almost pooped my pants and then we found out it was just paint chipping off the wall in the perfect shape of a person yeah (laughs) <laughs> and that was like my final scare. I'm like, well, I'm happy I got scared, but I'm sad that it wasn't anything. Right. I, I got scared by bats. I almost got hit in the face by a bat like a couple times. The very first floor that we visited, the second floor, the bat flew out of the room and Cody screamed. I've <laughs> never been so mad in my life listening to the voice recorder with headphones in and then just hearing. <laughs> and I was like, great. I can't hear now. I am deaf. Like, yeah, I was <laughs> so mad. Okay, I think, you, I, I was trying to do, I, I read a thing, it's like, how do people, how do you want to, how do you nicely let your, you know, guests know that your they have, visitors, oh, they should leave. Yeah, they should leave, you're like, welp, and smack your knees, and I basically just did that, it's a Midwest thing. That's the most Midwestern thing. Or you thing. say, oh, stand Slap up, everyone's like, say, well, well I guess I gotta get out of here, it's probably unspoken. get moving. <laughs> It doesn't matter because you're going to talk all the way to the front door and somehow they're going to follow you out to your car oh and then they're going to hang out the passenger side talking to you. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> It's every single time. Text me when you get home. Like, it's, oh my God. that's it. That's and then the you don't text because whatever. And they know. The thing is, they know. We all know. <laughs> but that... That is <sighs> finally it, I think. I was going to say the and long you know and what? short of it, but the long of it, that the is. The long of it, and it could still be longer. <laughs> we have so much stuff, you guys. You don't understand. And I think what upsets me the most is that there's no way for us to prove or disprove a lot of it. Yes, just because, like we said, given the circumstances, a lot of people there, mm-hmm. who is to say? But we went through this as detailed as we could to decipher like okay that could possibly be another group that could be someone's flashlight that could be fill in the blank yes and so we whittled it down to this we we picked out the best the ripest fruit for you (laughs) (laughs) so i think then that means we get to rate it. We get to rate Waverly Hill Sanatorium finally. Yeah, you've all been waiting. We've been waiting, and we it can finally time. do it. So, and you know, it's been stop. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's Lion King. I yeah, was thinking. I said it is time. I know. Well, I was thinking Land Before Time for no reason, oh, which is also sad. Don't cry. Don't cry. Stop. Little, what does Littlefoot's mom say or whatever? I don't care. I don't want to talk about Let's it. Let's not. How about that? Let's, Let's rate go it. ahead and rate this. First thing we're going to rate Waverly Hills on is the historical, historical accuracy. accuracy. God, so we have to recall. Let's let's reel our brains back. I, you know, okay, sure. Mm, yeah. I keep, I keep second guessing myself. Do you know what you want to give it? Yes. Okay, that seems hesitant. Yeah. All right, ready? <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one, four. four. Yeah. I went with a four because some of the stories they told us they couldn't 
um, verify names or dates or if it's even true. <laughs> that I was thinking that and also that not all of the stories were necessarily paranormal. Like there's a lot of history because it was a functioning sanatorium, but that doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily make it them haunted stories. Right. So four sounds about right. Okay. Kay. Next one is uh, the scare, scare level. level. Okay. Y'all are going to be surprised. Maybe, yeah. Uh, all right. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Three, two, one, two. two. Yeah. Yeah. Sorely disappointed, but I truly. Given the circumstances, yes. I truly believe if we would have had the opportunity to do a private investigation, completely different story. Oh, the feel would be different. I still feel like there would be people on the grounds like owners or people watching security cameras because it's still they own the building they're keeping up the building you know enough to to run these ghost tours so i assume someone would also be on the premises the entire night yes but oh, yeah. not intervene and i think that would be yeah, not great. having to worry about is there going to be someone in this room doing a spirit box session is there going to be someone screaming down the hallway about bats mm -hmm. just us just us in that building. I wanted to be scared so bad. I wanted to just be terrified, and but it didn't happen the there way wasn't, I thought it was There going were hardly to. any points that I felt really uneasy. Yeah, the fact that I was wandering the halls without a light alone by the end, uh huh. it felt comfortable. Like, I felt like I was at home Essentially, by the end. by hour five, I was like, I'm going to pick a room and sleep, honestly, <laughs> at this rate. Yep, pretty much. So that means the last thing we have to rate is the believability. believability. <sighs> okay. Yeah. You're looking. Yeah. Okay. You. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. Three, two, two one, one, three. Mm, dang, we almost had it. Well, we have our own experiences. I understand a lot of it, if not all of it, could probably be explained away or debunked some way i there are some things on there i don't know if you can truly even though there were other people wandering the building i don't know if you can write it off but i cannot i know it's not my own experiences and this is probably wrong for me to do it for i cannot sit here and think this is one of the most notably haunted places in the united states at the very least and it has been featured so many times on so many different shows and all of these people are claiming it's haunted and has has this evidence. Right. I can't. No, I know. I I feel bad about my three, but I was gearing it more towards our experience and less I of know. that. So I see where you're coming from. I'm just keeping a little more personal, a little more close to home. I guess. It's just it it hurts for me to give it less. I feel like it is out there, but this sounds bad, but the tour, the ghost tours are a blessing and a curse because I feel like running these ghost tours constantly, nonstop, back to back this way. It starts to feel like a theme park <laughs> instead yes. of an actual haunted location. And the spirits are like, man, we just did this. Like, I don't want to do it again. Right. So we got to give it an overall score. And I already know what I want mine to be. I don't know if that's, you, you'll probably be surprised. Okay. Are you ready? So this is overall Waverly Hills Sanatorium, what we think of it, where we hold it on a scale of zero to five. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three, 
two, one, four. five. I wanted to give it a five. I did. I want to give it a five just because I feel like kind of how you were making up for the last choice. You're like four because everyone says it's this haunted place. That's where I'm going to put it here in saying this is like a one of a kind experience. Yeah. If you can go go it is one of the most haunted locations in the united states if not the world five out of five ten out of ten would recommend going i think it's absolutely worth the trip yeah if you can make it for us it was relatively it wasn't too bad yeah it was an okay drive so just for the novelty of it i guess alone really really would recommend it's expensive but i i know i want to go back but yeah. I know I want to go back if I can do a private tour. Yeah. So plans for next year. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. We're looking for a nice sized group of trustworthy people. Yeah. Who want to go with uh, us. Because it's expensive. So yeah. we need to cut some costs. Uh, if you're going to go for anything, you know what? I cannot believe if you're at the most important part of this entire trip. If you're going to pay for anything or vi visit this place for any oh one thing. It is the gift shop cat. cat. <laughs> there is a cat in that gift shop. An angel. An actual angel. Her name's Sabrina. She's a, a gray and white fluff ball, meatball baby mm -hmm. cat. She's wonderful. I have pictures of her. Of course you, you guys do. want them. <laughs> she was wonderful. Okay. So I think I think that's it. It feels weird to be done with it because it was such a a, a, a like looked forward to location but i guess all good things must come to an end yeah like now what are we gonna hype up and get you guys all psyched for we're in Terre Haute, indiana this week that's <laughs> stupid that's <It's> dumb, dumb. <laughs> but it is the whole point is small town america right god we gotta go back to our roots after this but for now <laughs> that's waverly hill sanatorium and we are done it feels so bittersweet i know it was this was literally like at least six months in the making and it's finally come and gone and i'm like now what right what the heck show's over <laughs> so thanks for joining us guys yeah the podcast is done we quit yeah that's what i meant like we we done done no no for for better or worse <laughs> we will be back next week so <laughs> i hope we haven't peaked this better not be it oh my god there's no. so much more to explore you guys oh yeah oh yeah absolutely so, Megan, but I think I'm going to see us out. Please now. do. Please okay. do. I'm starting to get a headache. I'm over this. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, if you like this episode and you want more of this, more of us, more of our ramblings, you can find us first on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Or So They Say Pod. Or you can also check out our website, Or So They Say Pod dot com mm -hmm. <laughs> i want to say at gmail i know, I know. <laughs> and if you like what you hear and you want to maybe get a little more of an in-depth look into what we we get for you, all this evidence that we have gathered oh yeah all these evps we just talked about the mm -hmm. the captures on the camera that we talked about mm -hmm. which this isn't the only place we've gotten some incredibly intelligent evps at other locations mm -hmm. we've got yeah. some video pictures things like that all of that extra stuff that really good stuff is going to be loaded into our patreon and you can access that by 
donating and that is a monthly subscription but we have everything starting from a dollar going all the way up to whatever your heart really desires we have three tiers right now but you can donate whatever you feel comfortable doing monthly and that will get you access to all of our bonus content no matter what you donate and if you're not into the monthly subscription that's okay and you won't get access to the bonus content that's also, I mean, your loss, but you know, <laughs> think about it, consider it. If you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that at our PayPal, which we will have linked on our website and you can donate whatever you want, whenever you want, however often you want. If you're just feeling very generous and you want to help fund our trips because this funded this, this trip. trip was Patreon funded for sure. We have spent, we've, I can't even tell you guys. It paid for tickets. It paid for gas and lodging and yeah, everything really in between. Helped pay for this trip to Waverly. So we would love to go to the bigger named, more notorious places. And your donations really help that. So please consider donating, whether it's monthly or a one-time donation. That's fine. You can please also <laughs> yeah, you can also support us by purchasing our merch and that can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod we've got all sorts of stuff and all sorts of different designs so check that out get your hands on some stuff a lot of cool things out there and we have at the beginning of the month we do a listener episode where you guys send us your stories you sit here and listen to us ramble for hours and hours and hours Maybe you want to hear your stories. I'm tired of hearing myself. It's, a, it's right. This is a nightmare. <laughs> it's still our voice, but it's not our stories. It's your stories. So if you've been to Waverly Hills or you've been to some crazy spooky place, if you have your own supernatural experiences that you want to share with more people who have the same sentiment and feelings toward the supernatural and spooky things, send them our way at or so they say pod at gmail.com. And the first Thursday of the month, we will do a listener episode where we actually read your guys' stories to the rest of our listeners. And I think the last thing, but certainly not least, if at the very least, if you enjoy our podcast and you like what we're doing and you want to let us know that we're doing a good job, you can do that. If you're by... a words of affirmation kind of person. Yes, you can either rate and or review our podcast wherever you're listening right now because that at the very least that helps get our name out there in a more organic way. It gets our new listeners and people from all over the world at this point are listening to us, which is so I'll say it every time. It's wild. Crazy. I don't understand it, but here you guys are, and rating and reviewing really helps that at the, the very least. So if that's all you can do, that's even 100% appreciated. We appreciate all of it. Everything you guys do. Literally anything. And we want to keep bringing you more stuff, so thanks. I think, yeah. I think I got it all. I think so, yeah. Wow. Wow. Claps. Claps Yay, all around. We did it. We did it. <laughs> We did it. Wow. That's it. I feel so sad to say bye, but we have to. We do. So next Sad and week, not. Th this headache is real. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week, we'll be back at you with a whole new... Wait, is that going to be our listener episode next week? It might be. I don't know. I don't have a... Oh, my gosh, I don't have guys. a calendar in front of me. Let's find out real fast, shall well, we? Well, hurry, hurry. Send I... us your stories. You're running out of time. My goodness. Oh, yeah. 100% next week is our listener episode. What? Okay, you got to get your listener stories in now. 
Hurry if up. you're hearing this, you have less than a week to get them to us to get them featured on our show. So that's it. Next week, listener episode. After that, you will get a fancy new spooky place. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm tired. That's it. Okay. That's all. Well, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Peace and blessings. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal, check out our merch at redbubble.com, and find links to all our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.